0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back into Believe in UCLA. I'm your host Travis Reed. And today, we will be talking about a couple things. The now seventh-ranked men's basketball team getting back on the winning track of winning two games against at home versus Washington, Washington State, and we will also go uh, go game by game uh, over the UCLA men's football uh, schedule that just recently came out. So, looking forward to talk to you about both those things. Uh, but today we will also we will start with talking about. UCLA's win over the Washington schools at home, which you always need to win at home. So we're going to start about the Thursday night game with Washington, uh, where UCLA won by nine. I thought, you know, they kind of let let the the pedal off the gas break a little bit towards the end of the game, you know, sort in the second half. So I definitely felt that. Uh, but, you know, you know, wins a win. You know, I think they're still improving. UCLA's still improving. And I think in UCLA still has a lot to, to to gain, you know, a lot to learn and a lot to keep going with. Um they won the game 70 to 70 to 61. Uh, even though they led by 16 at the half, they gave up 39 points, pretty much 40 in the second half. Uh Washington was led by Kellen Brooks, who had 23 points. Yeah, Kellen Brooks is the you know Kentucky transfer. And who's Washington's main guy who uh lead, leads his team at eighteen points a game with seven rebounds. So yeah, like I said, he had the best game. Like I said, and you know, basically played the whole game, scoring twenty three points. Um, but like I said, you said they still won. I I I knew that they was gonna win and kind of beat Washington, who's kinda of struggling this year with a thirteen and twelve record. Um it was like, you know, one of those games, or like I said, where it was a, a team setting. Jaime in Jaime has led the team scoring with 15 points. But I still, as much as I love Jaime, I feel like he leaves meat on the bone. He leaves a lot of meat on the bone. Jaime had a great all around game with 15 points, you know, a couple steals, 10 rebounds. Um, but I also feel like I said, he could have had 20. I think sometimes with Jaime, he, he he floats from time because he knows he has to play a lot of minutes. I think that coach needs to kind of like cut his minutes down just a tad. Just a tad, I feel. Um, instead of him playing 38, 39 minutes, even though in this game he only played 31, he had the four personals, obviously guarding Kellen Brooks and, you know, a lot of fouls was, you know, uh, not good. But UCLA, like I said, they had – four guys at double figures led behind me with 15, you know, Bay, Amari Bailey, uh, had 13 points off of six for nine shooting. So really, really good for him coming back. Um, also, you know, Campbell, Campbell had 11 points, five assists. Didn't really shoot the ball great, but didn't really need to, you know, um, none, none of the starters really played a ton of minutes. And also Boa had 10 points, 10 points, eight rebounds. Um, You know, he played the most out of the starters with 35 minutes. So I think that, and you can count singleton. He had nine points, even though he didn't shoot the ball well, two for seven from the three, two for nine from the field. Uh, Then, like I said, they won the game. They didn't shoot really good, shot about 28% from the the three, only six for 21. I think they kind of, kind of was on cruise control that second half. I felt, you know, they only scored 22 points, Um, you know, something like that. So they didn't really, you know, they didn't really, uh, they didn't really, you know, keep the pedal to the metal. Um, I thought that, like I said, they played, they played, oh, they you know they played well, you know, but still, there's still more, more on that bone, more on that bone. They need, they need to play better. So that's a good thing. You don't want to be on optimal, like top peak performance, if you want to say. Um, you don't want to be on top peak performance right now. I think, I think you need to be building. You need to be building and keep building and keep building uh, and keep building. They have eight more games left in the regular season. They are 19-4, the number seven in the country. Arizona is number four in the country. So I'm going to love that game. You know, hopefully they could both continue to win. Um, they both continue to, you know, be in that top ten. So it's always nice when you see top ten Arizona, UCLA. That's what it should be. Both teams should be in the top 10, like top teams in the country. Um, I definitely, definitely think, like I said, you see, they didn't shoot the ball great from the field, but they shot it well enough. Shot about 50% 50 from the field as a team. Nobody really shot the ball well. Like I said, Jaime was six for 13, so about 47%, 48%, something like that. Like I said, he had his double double. Uh, still in that, you know, player of the year, I think with him and the forward from Arizona, it's really a two-man race now. There is nobody else. There is nobody else that's going to be player of the year besides those two. Now, these next game, when they play at the end of the season, will determine that, I think. Now, these next couple games. Now, they you they, still, like I said, take care of business, like I've told you before. If you want to be the, one of the top teams in your conference, you have to win all your home games. You can't lose at home, and then you take care of the business on the road. Always take care of business on the road, and then you 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 win all your home games, so you can end up, you know, thirteen and two or whatever the case is, fourteen and three, you know, it's the thirteen and three, something like that. So they like said they took care of business against Washington, and I thought, okay, you know, like I think they're gonna come out better because we people forget they played Washington State earlier in the season than Washington State. And I told everybody, you know, that it was going to be a hard game against Washington State. And nobody believed me. But they ended up winning by one. (laughs) Um, At, you know, because of a controversial, quote-unquote, goaltending at the end of that game. So I think they wanted to prove a point against Washington State, um, you know, this next game at home and try to beat them a little bit better. You know, than the first game and I felt that's what they tried to do in the beginning of the game. And they end up doing that. They end up winning by 24 points, 76 to 52. Now, like I said, Washington is one of those sneaky teams. Washington state rather is one of those sneaky teams that I think is better than their record. Even though they're 10, 15, they've had close games against Arizona. They beat FC. They had a close games against UCLA They've had some close games, and I definitely feel like, you know, there's one of those sneaky teams that you just don't know, like you can't lose to. Now what UCLA did, you know, they jumped on them a little early, you know, in the the first half, you know, finishing by by nine, 35 to 26. Um, But in the second half, they kind of put it on them, you know, kind of put them away, scored 41 to the 26. And holding a team, any team of college uh, basketball at 52 points is a good thing. I think their defense is starting to improve and get better. Um, We're going to need that over these next, you know, eight games, you know, starting with this weekend um, going against Oregon and Oregon State. And we'll get into those two teams a little bit later, Uh, you know, because it's it's a tough – Oregon is always a tough road trip. But we're going to keep going with UCLA and definitely feel like – You know, things got better. This time, Jaime came to play, you know, had, you know, 24 points, like 13, 14. We had his career high, 14 rebounds, or 15 rebounds, I'm sorry. Nine for 17 from the field. Just played excellent. Um, It wasn't as balanced this game. He was the main guy. Uh, Bailey had 10, you know, four for seven shooting, and Clark had 12. Five for fifteen. Started out really, I thought Clark started out really fast, got the first label of the game, had a lot, you know, a couple of, like did, had a couple layers, had about six or eight at the half, eight points at the half, and then kind of disappeared in that second half. Um but like I said, Jaime was the guy this game, main guy. Nobody else really scored that much. Singleton had eight, uh Bona had nine, but I felt that you know it was a defensive game. UCLA has to get their three point shooting better. Six for twenty one against Arizona. I mean Washington, Washington, and then nine for twenty two versus Washington State. Even though that's a lot better than what it was, it's still. I feel like it's a lot of threes and not enough makes. So fifteen for forty three. You know, for the last two games and threes. You know, I think we maybe kind of pump fake, up 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 fake, dribble, pull up, fifteen footers. That's what I'm wanting to see. A little bit more of those. That's what I'm wanting to see a little bit. You know, um, 15-footers, kind of like that. You don't have to shoot a three. You do not have to shoot a three. But, you know, like I said, they got another win. Put it on the second half. Shot 48% from the field. Held Washington to 30% from the field, 17 for 55. So, they, they really, really, really... Shut them down. There was really only two guys out of the fifty. Score fifty two points. Two of them, two guys, two players scored thirty six of them. Uh, Powell and TJ Bamba. Pamba had nineteen. Powell had seventeen. They had thirty six of the fifty two. The rest of the team had sixteen points. The rest of the team had sixteen points. So, I you know like these kind of games, not really much to be said. I think that um, it was, you know, like I said, a great game by UCLA defensively. They took care of business. These are the kind of games that you just need to win and you need to take care of business and you really just need to play, you know, like I said, play the right way and build good habits because, like I said, these next eight games is going to determine a lot for UCLA how far they can go. I think, you know, You know, they have to the, you know, March 4th, but, you know, they they go to Oregon State, then at Oregon, then Stanford and Cal, and then Utah on the road, you know, Colorado on the road, and then the big two, Arizona State and Arizona. So, like I said, these next eight games is going to be crucial to see if they could be, and then the Pac-12 championship, you know, Pac-12 tournament, I mean. So, it's going to be, you know, really, really interesting to see, like what happens with UCLA, and uh, you know, like their schedule. Because I think if they say, let's say, let's say they go seven and one, and then they will be, you know, twenty six and five or something like that. And I think that's you know twenty six and five going into the Pac twelve tournament. They win, you know, two three games, twenty seven, twenty eight. They're in that. I think they're locked into that two seed but let's just say as of right now they're locked in two uh the only way they can get to a one is that they go eight no beat arizona uh and that'll be about 27 and four going into the Pac 12 you win three games you beat arizona twice you're the number one seed they become a two seed and that's how you become you 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 will be the number one seed out west and that's how you that's how you get it. If you're a number one seed out west, you don't have to travel as far. You're not going to, you know, if you notice what they do to UCLA, they always make UCLA go east coast. You know, they put them in the east or midwest, and then they have to go east in the midwest. Like, when I was at UCLA, where did we go? My freshman went to Atlanta, Georgia. We were the sixth seed, I believe. Yeah, we were the sixth seed. Uh, went to Atlanta, Georgia. play Miami beat them and then we uh upset the three seed michigan when they had tracked the trailer got so macy o'bassian Lou bullock and like we shocked the world because you know michigan was on a roll they thought they was gonna go to the final four and then we went to uh florida tropicana florida ended up playing uh kentucky the eventual national championship in 1998 99 yeah 99 uh Champion, and then you know they blew us out. But we've gotten to Sweet 16 uh, that year, and then my sophomore year we went to Indianapolis, and we were the five seed. We played the 12 seed, Detroit Mercy, and got upset. So if you notice, we never was like, even though we were winning, you know we came in, th- you know third that year in the Pac 12, and third again in the second year. So they shipped us off. So UCLA, like I said, if they can win, all went out, which will be tough. They will be a one seed. You beat Arizona twice. You went out. You're one seed. That's 30, 30, you know, 30 something wins. You're 30 and five, 31 and five, whatever the case is. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that they went out. They'll be, they'll be the champion. Now we will see what happens when it comes to, um, you know, if they can, you know, but let's just first, we'll start off with just the next two games. Uh, versus Oregon, Oregon State. Now, Oregon State should be a win. Like, it should be a win. Like, if if you're just honest, they should be win. They are 9-15, Oregon State, but it's always hard to play there. We lost there, you know, my sophomore year. They upset us. So, you know, they're 9-15. Like I said, they're led by Jordan Page, who's averaging about 12 points a game, you know, so... Their Oregon is you know decent team. Not Oregon State. I'm sorry, it's a decent team, but it's just hard to play up there. It's hard to play in Oregon and Oregon State. Just it's just one of those hard places to play. The the fans, the, the atmosphere. You know, they're gonna be pumped up. It's gonna be a big atmosphere, and it's a trap game because they play Oregon in Oregon, obviously on Saturday, on the 11th. So that's a huge game in Oregon. Oregon has a lot of players with a lot of talent. Uh, if you look at the, if you look at the, like the players, like NBA rankings, Oregon actually has uh, a couple of players that are really, like really, 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 really good as far as um, like they have a freshman. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but they have a freshman Who's like in the top, he's a seven-footer, one of the top players in the you know, country coming in. And he's top rated, top rated players in in the draft coming out this year. He's like a top ten pick, freshman, seven footer. So I'm 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 like, man, you know, like you don't you don't see that P players like that going to Oregon. You know, you don't see like they have, don't get me wrong, they have top players, but you know, Kennel Ware, that's his name. Top ten players, only averaging seven points, but upside. You know how that goes, upside. But they have Oregon has a lot of height. They have a lot of seven footers. They have a talented team. They already beat Arizona, um, at home. So UCLA really has to be on their P's and Q's this next these next two games because it's a crucial, 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 crucial games coming up. Um, because you have to minimum these kind of games. You have to. I think you have to sweep. You can't. You cannot lose neither one of these games on the road. You can't. Uh, you have to be able to sweep these games. You have to be able to sweep these games. You cannot lose either one. Even though the Oregon one is tough, um, and I think it's going to be a tough game, it's going to be a little bit of struggle, because we'll see how Jaime does against size. Oregon has size, a lot of it. You know, even though UCLA beat them uh, rather easily at, 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 uh it beat them rather easily at, at, at poly. Uh, you know, they beat him by nine points last game. Um, they played at poly, and I felt like that was one of UCLA's better games. Uh they were led by Amari Bailey, who had 14 points. It was a like a kind of a balanced, a balanced scoring effort for UCLA. They have, you know, four guys in double figures. That's when Boa was he was struggling still. He only played 18 minutes that game, uh, had three fouls, didn't even score. Boa didn't even score that game. So, uh, you know, I remember Bailey had 14, you know, 14, five rebounds. You know, Jaime had 12 points, you know, five rebounds. Clark had 14 points and Campbell had 10 points. So it was a balanced effort when it comes to the As for Oregon, it was the big man uh, who had 15 points, you know. But other than that, really nobody else did anything. Um, for Oregon So I think they're going to be out for revenge Oregon needs uh, they, They're trying to get into the tournament They're on the on the outs So they need to win They need to win as many games as possible They need another signature to win Now they already beat Arizona If they can beat Arizona and UCLA I think they're in so, And if they continue to win So they have to get another signature win So this is a crucial game for Oregon Period This is a crucial game for them in The 14 10 they have to win these next two to be, even be considered. They have to that SC and UCLA. So we'll see. Like I said, I think the men's team is, has their been cut out with them. But we'll start with these next two games. Obviously, we'll keep going after we get these results for these next two. But let's go Bruins for these next two. Uh, and, you know, like I said, number seven. We're going to keep rolling. That train going to keep rolling. Like I said, uh, Coach is doing a great job. I mean, 19-4 and four, obviously is going to win another 20-win season. He's just, just chunking them out. I think I'm just so impressed with Nick Cronin, Coach Cronin, that he's just, you know, I don't think UCLA has the most talent. You know, they have talented players. I think they have a couple NBA guys, I think, with Boa, you know, Boa and, and, and Jaime Hawkins. And obviously, Bailey has an upside. Um, you know, and obviously, we'll see what happens with Clark and, and Campbell and everybody else, Singleton, you know, but. I really think that they he does he gets the best out of his most out of his talent. He does he really does he gets the most out of his talent. So, you know I'm just kudos to Nick Cronin, kudos to Nick Cronin. But like I was Sunny, we're going to preview. Uh, we're going to just move on to the next thing is uh, USC football. The schedule came out, and to be honest, I think we can win another nine ten games. Um, you know, like. I will go over the games. They play Coastal Carolina at home. Uh, They play Coastal Carolina at home, game one. And then they go to San Diego State, which is probably one of them hard games because it's San Diego State. You know, they're always decent, you know, but they should win. Uh, Then they play North Carolina Central, which I never even heard of. No, No offense, North Carolina. But yeah. Then they go... Then they're home, or they actually go, they go to Utah, I'm sorry, and they go into Pac-12 play. And this is obviously the last year they're in Pac-12 play. So, let's try to win it <laughs> the last time us and SC is going to be in Pac-12 play. Um, they play at Utah on September 23rd, which will obviously be tough because Utah is always tough at home. They have... You know, rising, the the quarterback has been there, I feel like, for 10, 15 years. Um, (laughs) They had home versus Washington State. And obviously, this is the year that the schedules flips. So they go to Oregon State, to Stanford, at Colorado. I mean, I'm sorry, home versus Colorado, at Arizona, home versus Arizona State. At SC and they finish with Cal, which I don't get. Why they not finish it with the SC again? Why they finish up with Cal? It don't make any sense. But whatever. Um, you know, home versus Cal. So let's just say the first three games are wins, right? That's three and oh. I think I think they should win. San Diego State could be an iffy game, but let's just say they win. Let's just say it's a loss because it's at Utah. So they're three and one. Washington State at home should be a win. That's four and one. Now the Oregon State game, which Oregon was really good last year, is at Oregon State, but let's just say it's a win, five and one. Stanford, at Stanford, six and one. Because they, you know. Colorado, Deion Sanders, coach, at home, seven and one. Uh at Arizona, eight and one. Because I don't, I don't know. You know, Arizona lost a lot of players to the transfer portal. So Arizona State, 9-1. and one. I think <laughs> I'm just – maybe I'm being a homer. Maybe I'm thinking, you know, they're just going to be awesome and maybe they lose a couple of these games. I'm pretty sure you said they probably lose a game that they shouldn't lose. Uh, but, you know, I'm going with my – heart. this is my heart. You know, before I – you know, this is my heart. Not not with my head. So, let's just say 9-1 and one, uh, after Arizona State. Let's go at SC. They have the Kayla Williams. They'll be turning high as a trophy winner. Let's just say SC is, you know, around that too. 9-1, and 8-2, and two, something like that. Let's just say that's a loss, 9-2. All right, and then they play Cal. That's 10. 10-2. I think they can win 10 games. Now, we can repeat that with the three wins, Coastal Carolina, San Diego State. Uh, North Carolina Central should be three and zero. Then lost to Utah three and one. Washington State win four and one. Let's just say Oregon State lost three four and two. And then Stanford five and two. Stanford on the road five and two. Colorado at home six and two. Arizona on the road seven and two. Arizona State eight and two. USC eight and three. But you know what? Let's say they upset nine to two like I said. either or they're going nine to three ten to two that's what I think about the schedule I think really they have a chance but obviously depending on the quarterback are they going to go with the transfer of Kent State or they going to go with the freshman the freshman you know phenom number three player in the country so it all kind of depends and obviously losing a great running back and Charbonnet was back but they got a, a great running back that came in the transfer portal so I think you know coach has a good good opportunity to win a lot of games again this year going into the big 10 on a high note so if they like I said if he wins another nine wins you know he gets another nine wins I mean extend them right now (laughs) you know like that'll be three years in a row with eight nine wins teams like when's the last time that happened for UCLA so you know I think that it's an opportunity for them to really do some damage I think Cupcake City in the beginning, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I get it. You know, I get it, but, you know, I think we should start, step our game up and we will because this will be the last time we playing in the Pac 12. Uh, after that, after the season, you know, football, I will salute the Pac 12 because, yeah, we're going to the Big Ten where we got Penn State and Michigan and Ohio State, you know. And all these schools to where we're going East Coast games and all this is that. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens, you know. And not even mention that we still be playing SC. um, And you know, it's just gonna be competition. Going to the horseshoe, going to the big house, going to Camp Randall in Wisconsin, going to uh, Happy Valley in Penn State. Like it's all good until we're playing those teams in the cold. And we're these California teams. So, it's you know, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens coming up next year. Um, But I want to say thank you for listening out, listening to uh, the UCLA Believe UCLA podcast. I am your host, Travis Reed. You can follow me on Instagram at Travis W. Reed. That's R-E-E-D. And Instagram and Travis W Reed on Facebook. I post all my social media on there on both sites. So yeah, feel free, like I said, to follow me on both sites. Um, and and I, I post all my shows and like and you know, click on my Instagram page has Linktree has all my my shows on there. You know, YouTube, all that stuff. So definitely wanted to say thank you all for listening. I, you know, um, thank everybody for continuing to listen. I know it's been like a weird beginning of the year because it's just me now. But you know, you never know. Maybe like I told you before, maybe I I, I add a host co-host, like uh, me and like you know, say like me and Sam were, But we'll see. Um, like I said, we're gonna take it one episode at a time, and uh, we can. I'm gonna continue to bring you news from men's football, men's basketball. Shout out to you know, number twelve frank I believe, UCLA women's basketball, who's having a great season as well. Jaime mean, Hawkeye's little sister, freshman. So. Um, I want, you know, like I said, I'm going to continue to keep giving you the content of what you want. You know, like I said, the basketball season is winding down folks. So please take a listen. And, uh, we'll, you know, because UCLA, I think they have opportunity to be something special this year. Cause I don't think there's really any dominant team this year. Uh, I think there are a lot of good teams. I think Houston's good. Uh, Purdue is good. Alabama's good. You know, tennessee but uh you know arizona but i don't really think there's like a team that's like head and shoulders i don't really think there was a, i thought duke was a good team last year but they went to the final four and ended up losing to north carolina uh so um and then kansas who i thought was just the one of the weakest national champions you know in the last 10 years uh, I just didn't think that they were that good and they ended up winning the national championship. So you just never know. You just got to get hot. You know, you see they went to Sweet 16 last year, final four the year before. I think if they get a good bracket, get some breaks, I think they can go pretty far, you know. But uh, I just want to say they're going to going to go as far as Jaime Hawkins take them. He has to be the guy. And I'm going to say that again. He has to be the guy. Without Jaime Hawkeye's, they're just a good-to-average team. He has to be. He can't just be you know, 12 points, four rebounds kind of guy. He has to be 17 to 20, 22 every night, period. That He has to be that guy. Like, the, the the hard thing when you do everything for your team, when you rebound, assist, score, you kind of get caught up in that sometimes. I think if I was Jaime's uh, coach, I would say, look, I want you to still do everything you do, but I want you to get 20-10, 20-10 a night. So you're going to have to be able to beat, beat, um... Beat double teams because double teams are coming. But you got to be able to beat it. When I was playing, and I knew that double teams were coming, I was the guy. they knew I was the guy. I had to learn how to beat double teams. I had to learn how to make moves, beat my guy, and then if the next guy, the double teams coming, either shoot the shot already, or make the move on the next second guy. So I just, I for me, it's like a situation where definitely Jaime, I want Jaime to be that guy because he's the best player on the team. Period. Point blank. He's no, not even close. So Jaime. Hawkeyes, Jr., if you are listening to this, do your thing. I'm saluting you. We're only going to go as far as we – you take us, baby. Let's get it. Final Four National Championship, whatever it's going to be, you're going as far as you take All right. We'll talk to you later.